Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. Thank you for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. We bless your name, God. Hallelujah. We give you 
this Saturday at 12 noon. We will be here for a new day prayer and praise experience. Yes. We are praying for the seven mountains of influence. We have seven people that um, are only one of them is a member of our church that's praying. So that means we have six guests coming. Amen. Amen. And we've been sending the word out. We've got churches from Beaverton, from Gresham, from St. John. North Portland, Southeast Portland, coming to pray with us. Amen. 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 And I want up here, Amen. not at 12, 11.30. Amen. 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 These, these are our guests. We don't want our guests to show up before we get here. Amen. 11.30, Saturday, Greater St. Stephen's will be here, already has set the atmosphere for prayer and praise. Amen and deliverance to come to you. Revival is in the air. Revival is in the air. And if we don't have our ears tuned to hear the voice of God, eyes focused in and on God, we will miss the move of God. Can I tell you, I can't afford to miss the move of God. I can't afford to miss the will of God. And I don't want you to miss it. So be at places that you need to be at so that you don't miss the move of God. Amen. I want to take up this time to welcome any guests that we have that's worshiping with us for the first time on the blog talk. If you are worshiping with us for the first time and you would like to greet us, Say hello, good afternoon, good morning. Um, we'd like to welcome you to press one on your phone, and we can bring you on live, and you can say hello to our church family. We get excited. We get excited when we have guests, amen. And we know that we have guests that are in the house sometimes, and sometimes we have guests that call in to worship with us. And we just want you to know that we love it with family and friends coming So if there's someone, if there's someone on the line and you're worshiping, we just want to say good morning. We would love to hear your voice. Press one. Press one. And Mother May, press one for me. Mother May, I wanted the church to hear Mother May say hello and hallelujah. Mother May, Mother Gloria, are you on the line this morning? All right, we got to press one. I wanted to hear. Definitely, Kimmy. Okay, somebody else impressed it. Let's see. Well, let's let's just hear from Harry. Brother Kimmy is not feeling well today. Well, let's keep him into that prayer. Brother Kimmy, who is that? What number? Twenty-four seventy-three. Two-four seventy-three is your last four digits. That's another maze. Good morning, church family. Mother, you, that's all you're going to say. You're going to shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. 
we will also be able to create a list of our own sincere motives. What is it about my walk that's true? Or is it a trick? What is it about my testimony? Is it the truth? Or is it a trick? What is it about my love relationship with the Lord? Is it the truth? Or is it a trick? We will be able to come up with a list to help ourselves be true followers of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 8, starting at verse 9. I hope you've had the opportunity to read this, because it is quite a bit of reading. And I don't want to, I don't want to uh, read all of this for us this morning. But I want to call our attention to, to some things that are that are here in this passage of scripture. Um, Acts is what? What what's what's the book of Acts? Acts does what? Acts links what? The gospel to the epistle. Acts links the gospel to the epistle. And the gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. His birth, his ministry, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension. And the epistle, letters written by who? Letters written by Paul. For who? The church. Paul wrote over half of the New Testament. So we uh, should be living a little different than we were before we accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. But as we look at this passage of Scripture, the Bible says there was a certain man named Simon who before time in the city was a sorcerer. Sorcerer uh, means that he practiced magic, black magic, witchcraft. And he did it in such a way that it resembled what they had saw Jesus do. Y'all walking with me now? Amen. His magic and his power was so um, believable that they thought he was just like Jesus. The Bible says that uh, the people of Samaria giving um, him uh, all of their attention. They began to follow him. Just like they did with Jesus. He, he, he's doing something, y'all. Every 
everywhere he goes, people are being healed. People are being delivered. People are being set free. He was a household name. Everybody knew about this man. But he did not have the power of God. Verse 10 says, to whom uh, they all gave heed. Remember I said he was a household name? Everybody followed him. They thought that he was the greatest man that had great power that had come from God. Verse 11 says, and to him, and to him that had regard, because that of long time, he had bewitched them with sorcery. They took what he said to be true. They followed him around because he had this power. But his life did not reflect the power. We too can follow people around that appear to have this great power from God. And all along the way, they got us drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> they got us thinking that we can walk on fire And not get hurt. They got us thinking that because they present themselves in such a way that it just sounds so believable. And we see the miracles and the great work that they do that we just accept. But our lesson here tells us that. Somebody came along and exposed him. Don't you know that you can't hide for so long? You can only hide for so long. You can only do dirt for so long. You, you, you know that? You can, it ain't going to last forever. A good thing just don't last forever. All things come to an end. The lesson tells us right here that Philip believed in the message of the good news. Now, did you say that about Simon? Believe me. Did it? It, it? it said he was a certain man called. And it said he used witchcraft. He bewitched people. But when we read down to verse 12, we're introduced to Philip, and it says what? He believed the message of the good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus. What do we believe today? Do we believe 
that, that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. Do we believe that God can do all things? Do we believe that God is concerned about the very little things that we are concerned about? Do we believe that God has thoughts and plans that he thinks about you and know me? Do we believe that when my back is against the wall, God can make a way of escape? Do we believe that when I'm in my most hellish situation, he can stretch forth his mighty hand, lift me up, and clean me up, and send me on my way, and you would never know that I've been through the storm and the rain. Do we believe today that God's kingdom is coming? Do we believe that we are living in the last day? So if we believe this, our life must reflect what we believe. Not only our life, but what we say must reflect what we must, not only what we say, but how we appear before people. Yes. Yes. Do you ever wonder what people think about you when you walk into a room? <laughs> do you ever think about, do you ever think about, does my, does my disposition, does my character turn you away? Because I've got to judge me on look on my face. I got this look that I don't care on my face. I got this look that on my face that I'm better than you. I got this look I walk like I'm that and I'm all that and I'm that. Does you ever wonder what people think about you when you walk into a room? Let me tell you what we ought to be doing. When we step into a room, we ought to be saying, do they see Jesus in me? That's right. Do they see the glory of the Lord all over me? Do they see compassion? Yes. We're missing in the church today. We walk through the city and we mean mud people. We walk through the grocery store, we don't smile, we don't speak, we don't acknowledge each other. How you gonna how you gonna represent somebody? My God, my God, talk to us. And we can't even reflect the glory of the Lord. I know we don't feel good sometimes. I know things are hard at home. But don't you know that if God, if you believe that he's able, if you believe that he's got our power, we ought to act like it. Look like it. So Philip believed in Jesus. And he began to preach and teach. And look what happened. And the result of his preaching and teaching, men and women got baptized. Amen. Bible says Simon got baptized. Simon himself believed was baptized, and he quit having followers, and he became a follower. Amen. Amen. Now we're not folks following us. Are we leading in Christ? That, that's the thing. The thing is, we lead them to Christ, and then after a period of time, we step out of the way, 
and they begin to follow Jesus. But sometimes we get so stuck on my wife is why I'm saved. So you follow with your wife. My husband is why I'm saved. So you follow with your husband. Or it's my children that I say, so I'm following my children. Take our eyes off of man. That's right. That's right. That's right. Take our eyes off of man. Because man will fail us every time. Man will deceive us every time. Man will trick us up. We are to look unto God, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Paul said, fix your eyes on things above. Look to Jesus. He got baptized too. He began to follow. Um, and then um, Jesus' partner came. Look at verse 14. Peter and John showed up. Now, just some folks you don't fool with. Some folks you don't play with. When, 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 when I was. Uh, when I when I when I when I re- rededicated my life to the Lord, um, I, I was I, I had had backslidden. I was living any kind of way that I wanted to live, but then I was still serving the Lord. But there were certain people because I knew that they had the Holy Ghost, yeah. and I knew that their Holy Ghost was real, yeah. and their Holy Ghost was with the quickness. Tell you, you need to quit playing. You need to come out from them. You need to stop living like that. You see, people think we think folks be in our business, but folks that fast and pray and lay on their face and be before the Lord, where they endowed with power from the Holy Ghost, they can see the Spirit. That you operate in. Truth. Mm. Trick. They see the spirit we operate in. Missionary Hill the Brown. The late missionary. The late missionary Charlotte Brown. Missionary missionary Q. She grabbed hold. She said, listen. If you don't watch out. The enemy is going to take you out. And he's going to use this group of people right here to do it. Because you ain't fasting and praying. You ain't looking to God. You're trying to do what they do. Get a name. You got the anointing. You ain't trying to get that. You got the anointing. You need to walk in your anointing. Missionary told me that, but what do you think I did? Straighten up, fly right. Yes. Got it together. Yes. We don't have that in the church today. Now she didn't say it in front of the whole congregation. She pulled me up. Yes. Lovingly talked to me. I said, Missionary Judy, she said, Hey, Judy, come here, baby. And began to speak to me. The Holy Spirit gave her 
a word to speak to me. And I received it. And did what was right. But look at our lesson here. The crowd that was following Philip signed me in the midst. Sit for Peter and John. Bible says Peter and John arrived and they came with the Holy Ghost. You know how we are. We we go to church, we study the Bible, but we really don't function and 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 live in the Holy Ghost. We, we we're not obedient. We're not surrendering to it. We don't we're not don't have that spiritual discernment, but we still come to church. That's what Philip Simon and all of them was doing. They were gathering and having some good worship experience. They, 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 were, they, were, they were seeing people being healed and people being delivered. But they called for Peter and John. Now, Simon was a sorcerer. Philip was a believer. But Peter and John Look at 15. It said when they arrived, they prayed for the believers to be filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came and baptized them with the Holy Spirit. Peter and John came with the Holy Spirit. Philip just came with preaching the gospel. Simon came to hoodwink the people. To bamboozle it. Peter and John came with the truth. What are you saying to us, Pastor? It's not enough to believe. It's not enough just to come to church and say, I'm a part of the church. I'm a member of the church. It's not enough just to give you tithes. It's not enough just to come to Sunday school or Bible study. But what we've got to do is be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's where our power lies. That's where the difference is in our lives. Because we can preach and teach all day long, but if we don't have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is what brings conviction. The Holy Ghost is what brings deliverance. The Holy Ghost is what brings healing. The Holy Ghost is what brings confirmation. The Holy Ghost is what brings revelation. It's the Holy Ghost. And if we are not filled with the Holy Ghost, we just like Philip and his son. Just believe it. Or we're like Simon. Just tricking people. But Peter and John came with the truth. He said, you can be baptized and you can believe all you want. But until you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you will not have real power. You will not have real power. When we when we read through our weekly reading, it was so funny. The questions uh, they were talking about Christ be the healer, and they were saying, "Well, uh, the people came to cast out demons, and and the, the demons said." Um, Peter, I know. John, I know. 
The demon said, Jesus, I know. What are you? They had no power. They didn't have the Holy Ghost. So, 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 what is it that we need to do? What is it that we need to do? We need to be motivated enough that we hunger and thirst after the Holy Ghost. It brings conviction. It brings deliverance. Why do we think we're still dealing with the same thing we were dealing with last year? We believe Am I being like Jesus? Am I being like Christ? 
time that we walk in truth. God bless us in truth. Standing all over the building. Let's study the word for ourselves. Let's pray, let's plan, let's seek help for the Because I know Brother Baby and all Brother Kim is in my life. And 
church family, you can remain on the call. But to our guests and visitors, thank you for worshiping with us today. Um, what you are receiving is a vision, um, a sheet, a paper that I gave to our ministry leaders. And I wanted to make sure that all of you got a copy today so that you have it in your hand so that you will know what we are saying so that we can say it together and be with one accord. Our mission, our focus this year, beginning November, prayer, hospitality, outreach, and evangelism. And you will see on that list of the three ministries and the three ministry leaders. Each ministry has two ministry leaders. Um, Sister Janetta and Mother Kenneth for the Ancestry Prayer Team. The Ancestry Prayer Team is appointed by pastor. You cannot just join that prayer team. Amen. That team is appointed by pastor to serve this church, the undergird of the prayer. Um, then you have the hospitality ministry, which is led by Sister Mona and Sister Kanisha. And on that list is Mother May, Sister Vicki, and our deaconesses. All of you are on that hospitality ministry. The outreach ministry, our leaders, Sister Charlie and Minister these are accredited. And that team that works with them, speaking the way Mother Harris, Mother Tucker, Sister Hart, Mother Farrell, every outreach event that is sponsored by this church of this team is a hand on all hands on them. Amen. Amen. It doesn't mean that this group of people are the only ones that show up or they're the only ones that work. The vision comes from our leaders. And they they give the buy-in from their team. And then the rest of us show up to work. Amen. Your ministry will be on the month on Zoom. Every ministry leader will have the login information so that you can log in and be the host. We'll work on that this week for the time so that everybody can have their day to be the host and have to show up and come on the call. Amen. On page two, I want to call your attention to. There's some things that we've been asking God for, some things that we've been praying about. And when I met with the ministry leaders, um, their words to me was pastor, we need to fast and pray. And I told them I would go over the Lord and get directions from God. And so I'm calling, we're calling a corporate time of fasting and prayer. Every Wednesday, beginning November the 2nd, every Wednesday, beginning November the 2nd until Wednesday, November the 1st, 2023, we will be fasting and praying. And the prayer time, fasting time is from 6 a.m. to midnight. And we're going to be following the Daniel fast. Every first Wednesday of the month at 7 o'clock, all leaders and all members of the church will join us for corporate prayer on our prayer call. Um, you can read the rest of this when you get home. I'm just trying to call your attention to some important things. 
want all to start saying things. I want all to start reciprocating the same things. When we come here, we come here for worship. When you stand before us, we are in a worship experience. This is not a service. We, we have to call it funeral services. When you go to a funeral now, you go to a home going. Everybody knows that. But when we come to the to the to the body of to the church building, the, the sanctuary, we are coming to worship. So when we speak, I want us to speak that worship. We are at worship. We are coming to worship. Amen. The second thing I want to call your attention to is on page three. It's flu season. COVID is still real. COVID is still real. Amen. I'm going to ask now because we won't be able to keep the main door open and the sanctuary door open to circulate fresh air. I'm going to ask that we would wear a mask. We're going to wear a mask and we're going to sit every other piece. So if you get to church and somebody is already sitting and they favor seat and your favorite seat is in front of them, make your new seat the next seat up. Okay? We're going to sit every other piece. So the only people that can sit on a pew together are. Um, since um, Ellen and Mother and Deaconess Robinson, because they came from the same household. Deaconess Celeste and Brother Farrell can sit on the same road together. But if you don't live in the household, don't put three people on the road. Okay? You see how Deaconess and Sister Janetta are sitting? That's how we need to be on both sides. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.